Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 160 of Common Law Award Nerds. This is Gus from RedressFood.org. Today, 2018. Uh, we do shows on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. On Tuesday, it's about health. Saturday, uh, Bible study. We talked about law. Last night, our show was kind of messed up. We had technical issues, which uh, I think we might be having again tonight. But so we we showed tonight. That's why we're on Thursday night this week. Um, but we've got who's going to talk to us about uh, title searches and JC and that over. So I'm not sure exactly what he's going to cover. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to JC and the Shaman, and uh, we'll go. Yeah, we make... Good evening, everybody. I'm glad you joined us. And we're sorry if we're having a little bit of difficulties tonight. It's beyond our control, though. It has something to do with talk shoot. We've set it up. We'll let uh, JC introduce him. He's a pretty nice guy. And, uh, but, uh, let's say something get going on the show tonight. Uh, about two or three days ago, I woke up, flipped on the tube, had my cup of coffee in the morning. I woke up to a movie and I don't remember the name of the movie, but <clears throat> the three Mossad agents had, uh, found a former SS officer who had killed a lot of Jews and they had him tied up. And one of the Mossad aides, they were trying to get him back to Israel for trial. And he's sitting there and uh, he's trying to add uh, And there's a bad loop. Anyway, uh, you know, he's feeding this SS officer. SS officer looks at him and says, do you know why it was easy to kill so many of your people? He said, you know, we killed Sinny. He said, and the reason that it was so easy is because you guys only cared about your own life. That every one of them only cared about saving their own life. No matter what happened, try to stay alive. I'm going to try to stay alive. He said, that's why it was so easy for officers, forced march a thousand Jews to their death at a time without one incident. He said none of them, he said four of us would march a thousand people into a death, right to their death, right gas chamber, and no one would resist out of one that would make it out alive. And uh, and then at that point, the guy started beating them up. Uh, If you think about that statement, how profound, you know, that right there much sums up why we're doing this show. It is about vacation, obviously, but I just thought that was a get inside of that movie, you know, like, right. And you think about it, one or two officers 
you know, there's a little town near me has about 6,000 cops road. 12 cops control 6,000. Just something to think about. Anyway, we'll turn it over to JC tonight. Y'all have a good night. Hello. So, uh, Matt, our guest tonight, he uh, does title searches and watched the laugh about uh, the assistance that North Carolina gave Josephine to, to Rob and his family was, was in a common law private. And so I figured I'd get Matt on the call and talk with him about it so that everybody on the show can hear the title searches are done, what a clear title is, um, how titles are transferred, and what deeds are. So uh, I guess with that, Matt, are you there? I'm Do you, uh, can you hear me? Um, no, it's sorry, Sean and Choppy, and so was Gus. I'm, I'm guessing I am, too. Or pretty Choppy, my friend. So we could, you know, either call it a night or just go on with the choppiness. I think we should, uh, I think we should try to soldier through this. Um, I Everybody's choppy, and I'm not sure what uh, what is talking. I'm going to be looking for other than talk to to work with. I'm gonna I'm in that right now because this is nuts. But uh, yeah, I mean we we can stop what everybody's saying. It's just choppy, so let's see if it gets any better. So Matt, did you you that went out on YouTube, correct? I saw the last video that went out on YouTube that Okay, and, and you spend your days title searching and you know, what does the title search normally consist of and how long does it take to title search or prop on average? Okay, so as uh, as best as I can this with our current technical difficulties, um, like JC said, I perform title in Connecticut, and I also perform title searches um, in the state of New Hampshire. Although I perform those title searches in New Hampshire online. Now, a title or a title searcher, my job is to go and verify what is upon the public record that may or may not affect a title. My job is to find out who may or may not have a claim to a piece of property. So 
So a title search. Oh, no. I'm, hold on. Let me backtrack here for a second. Uh, a title search starts off first establishing what is the piece of property that needs to be searched. So full, we're going to talk, we're going to use the address of one, two, three as an example. So I've been asked, say I've been asked to find out who is the owner of the property of one, two, three Main Street and who has the title. The owner of the property can be different as of who owns full title. That may sound like a constant terms, but let me explain. The owner of property receives the property through a deed of some type. Usually, we want the owner of a property to receive the ownership of that property through a warranty deed. Sometimes we find that you can get property through a quit claim deed. The deed to a property, if it is a warranty deed, is supposed to have a warranty deed. Any potential claim to that property and what is the nature of that claim, whether that be the current owner is owes some money for a judgment lien or could the nature of that claim be a way for a shared driveway? Warranty deed is supposed to list any and all encumbrances that could affect that property. A quick claim deed will not list anything of that sort. Deed is exactly what it sounds like. You are quitting a claim to whatever the property that is described in that quit claim deed. And when quitting your claim to that property, quitting your claim based upon the original that you property. Now that sounds kind of confusing. When you're dealing with matters to land real very complicated so the best look at title to property land and real is think of how can I explain this? I'm trying to I'm paint a picture and put this into terms that it's just very easy to understand. Um, think of 
when you buy a piece of property and bought a piece of property and you've received it via a warranty deed, think of that as you've a dance hall for 24 hours, not a perfect metaphor, please, people. So um, purchased a dance hall for 24 hours. Well, you've purchased the property of the dance hall, hey, dance hall. But the title to that dance, because unbeknownst to you, this owner, before they sold you the dance hall, he said, John Smith can come in between 12.30 and 2.30 to use the dance hall purposes. And then from uh, 4.30 to uh, 7.30, uh, Jane Smith can use the dance hall for their purposes. Bought the dance hall. Those two appointments to use that dance hall are part of the title that you've received the property of the dance hall. But the title's not clear because there are two persons, entities, we'll just, I'm just going to say people. There's two things saying, hey, wait a second. I haven't for that dance hall from 12.30 to 2.30. And then you have the other person saying, oh, but from 4.30 to 6.30 or what have you. So your nature of interest into that dance hall is not free and clear. Not a perfect metaphor. Is, are, is, can I get a little bit of feedback here? Uh, JC, do you, you kind of understand that metaphor? I, was, I know that you do, but do you think it's kind of clear? Yeah. I'm I think, uh, well, I mean, it's really, really choppy. Um, but, you know, basically it's like, Kind of, uh, with the, that's just somebody saying that they quit any class, that they could or could not have in a property. Like, like very technical, um, I could go to quit claim deed to your property and file it in the county recorder, correct? Like, I don't have to claim to quit claim deed, do I? Uh, I just need you to repeat that for me. It was just enough catching every other word. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the problem. Um, but I was saying that I could technically go and file a quick claim deed to correct, like, because I'm just quitting the claim. So yes, even if I making do not okay. Have a File a quick claim. Yes, you could file a quick claim, wished, but that doesn't make your claim valid. Yes, yes, because you know a quick claim deed is just just sounds it just be me saying I quit my claim to this prop, but I might not even have a claim to the property. Correct. You could um, say uh, you could use a quick claim deed to transfer um, 
someone's interest, say, in an easement to a property, um, it's not necessarily um, just ownership of the, it's a quick claim, quits, quits the claim of whatever type of claim that person is saying that they have on that property. You know, John Smith is saying that they have a claim property and that claim is that they have the right to use the way. They can quit that. They believe is their right to use that driveway to someone else. Are you fine? Yeah. So, so like a property, he has one driveway. Like two different properties have one driveway to the right of way of road. And, and and so one property owner say he could quit his to the use of the driveway to property owner B. He could. I don't know why anybody would, would be, ever want to do that, but he could exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which would be because then he wouldn't need to use the driveway. So if property owner B wished to the gate, he would have every right to do that. Yes. So uh, a title What was that, Matt? Oh, I was just going to say, um, you know, so a little search um, is used to any claim upon a property. Um, when a title search is performed, once you have established your searching, And you have established who the current owner is, Carolina. There's something actually in, in every single state. Every single state in the United States has some type of, of what is called the marketable or the Equitable Title Act. Something along those. Um, it'll be nothing like that. And that act establishes standards of what a good, free, and clear title is. In the state of North Carolina, you must have a clear chain of ownership Um, you need to be able and, to... And, uh, you were breaking up really bad. We couldn't hear anything you just said. In the state of North it, Carolina. North Carolina. It is years.
Hello? Hello? Hey. Hi, sorry, my uh, my connection here is just it's cutting it's cutting in and out. Well, this yeah, show sounds better than Angela's. Angela's is even worse. Yeah, we we really couldn't hear anything you said after talking about North Carolina when you started going into the requirements for what a, what they need for a clear title. It was just choppy. Okay, is this uh actually something seems to seems to sound a little bit better better now. Um All right, yeah, sorry. Um so in North Carolina the marketable title act establishes a 30-year unbroken chain of title for you to have a good on the property. That means you need to be able to establish every single man, woman, corporation who has had any and all interest to that property in a 30-year period. Every mortgage, every easement, everything. You have to look at every deed transfer. When transferring property, it is imperative that whoever is the grant, whatever the spelling is on the deed, Say uh, your name is John A. Smith. John A. Smith goes to sell the the deed from John A. Smith must say on the deed, John A. Smith, in the exact same spelling that it was, John A. Smith received the property. Did you uh did you guys hear that loud and clear? Uh, we got most of that. Um they would have to run a title search like they would have to find a clear title in order to put together a general warranty deed. Absolutely. And whomever granted the warranty deed is saying by a warranty deed that they are guaranteeing and warranting that the property is free and clear of any defect and that if any defect is found that that as they are the grantor that they will defend the new property owns any fault relating to any error in the title. Did but, you catch that? Yeah. And, and so basically what you're saying is that if any defect is found in the title, 
um, whoever has claim to the title of the property has to go after the grantor and cannot go after the grantee or the or the property owner now because the grantor is going to defend that deed. If the if the property was granted under warranty covenant, yeah, that is correct. So by by Josephine selling that property and not having clear title, you know, basically she took the money and ran, and if they can't get the money back out of her, then, you know, that's just bad luck. You can't go after the grantee, the one who actually purchased the title, because they paid good consideration. Now, like, they had good consideration of mind. Yes. So, for a deed to be valid, the deed must have the name of the granting party, the name of the uh, the name of the receiving party, that um that there was consideration for the transfer and what the condition was a description of the property being transferred any conditions or known claims to that property at the time of transfer That it must be signed by the grantor. There must be a minimum of two independent third-party witnesses for every grant signature on the document, and then there, the document must be authenticated. And it can only be authenticated by either a notary public or an officer of the court. Entity so has the authority to acknowledge a deed, um, a deed for uh, real estate or land. It must be acknowledged by a notary or an an office of the court, uh, you know, an attorney or a lawyer, but signed of the court. Um, if a deed not signed, if it is not properly witnessed, and if it is not properly authenticated, either one of those, it must all three. If it does not have, if it's missing any one of those, the deed is defective. So because there's uh, no witnessing signatures in Colorado when it was signed by the Green Um One more time, you said something about Colorado? Yeah, Sorry. I mean, Josephine signed the, 
the deed, the general warranty deed in Colorado, but it only has her signature and the signature of a notary in Colorado. There are no witnessing signatures. I, this is an area when you're dealing with interstate issues like this, I believe the law is that wherever the instrument, uh, where, wherever the property or state the property is located, the transferring instrument must meet the statute, uh, must meet the, um, uh, the requirements of that state. Um, in other words, matter if she was in Colorado when she signed the deed for property in North Carolina, the deed has to meet the requirements for Carolina. And in North Carolina, a deed must be wit uh, it must be signed, it must be witnessed, it must be authenticated. So it really does if she could have signed the deed on the moon without a witness signature deed is defective and when you have a defective deed you have a chain of title okay and the witness is separate from the authorization or the notarization of the title deed absolutely the witness so cannot the, also be the same person I'm just going to repeat that just are. in case. Yeah, I think no, I'm are. here. I'm here. I'm just going to repeat my last statement. The witness cannot be the same as the man or woman authenticating the instrument. Be the same man or woman. Yeah, and I mean, I understand this, and this is why I'm inside banks, because, you know, closings will go on at banks, and deeds will be signed over. So they have a notary, but they also have bank clerks. And uh, any time I've been in a bank, I had to get something notarized and say you have to have two witnesses to witness the notarization, uh, signature the document. You can always get some of the bank clerks or the bank tellers to come and witness. And you can have whoever notarizes those documents for the bank notarize whatever you wish to, to notarize. Um, and if you have a bank account, they'll do this for free. And typically, you can't pay them to do it. So you can't just walk into a bank and say, you know, let me give you $5 and anything notarized. You probably can do that at most FedEx offices or UPS offices. Um, so typically, and this isn't a requirement, but typically uh, at FedEx or UPS, they might have somebody on staff who can notarize documents. 
in case you got to notarize something and send it through the mail. Now, this, we're also talking about a trust, the property going out of a trust to the individual, to correct, JC? Uh, um, I, I kind of where, see there, you out of the trust. We're also, um, when we're dealing with this, we're also dealing with the went from Mr. and Mrs. Ramos to a common law trust, and the common law trust to Josephine Ramos, and then Josephine Ramos to Beatment Company. Is that correct? Um, yeah, I mean, that's facing to, um, that, that's the train of logic that, uh, that Josephine's thing. The the only problem is is that it didn't go from us to Josephine. Um because Lena Rain who signed the quick claim deed had no claim to that property and she cannot quit the the common law trust. Like even the she can't say basically uh that taking away uh, the property of of the beneficiaries. The the trustees have to function, operate to the benefit of the beneficiaries. Like who the trust benefiting? That is correct. When. This is one of the reasons why when we're dealing with matters concerning land that really have to know what the law is and what you are doing because you can very easily screw our entire world up. So Property is held a trust. State of North Carolina is the transfer of the property out of the trust is subject to the terms and the rules of the Are you me? Uh, did you uh, get that last statement, JC? I'm just going to repeat it one more time. The state of North Carolina, when a property is owned by a trust, 
structure of verity out of the trust is subject to the rules payments of the trust. And this is what I mean by that. A trust is created you know, uh, let's say a trust is created, that trust acquires property. The rule must state that the for the has permission to sell the property. It also we say and set forth the trust agreement. What is to happen to any and all proceeds from this property? In other words, the trustee of the the authorization to sell the property transfer it to another party. However, that two terms speak what the terms are in this particular case, and I'm not 100% sure Carolina requires the terms of to be publicly owed. Some states any property that is held us the agree the trust agreement must all be recorded on the land records i do not believe that is a requirement yeah in north carolina um and the common law trust the trust does not have to be recorded uh there there has to be a Secretary of State, the courthouse of the county. But, but in the trust and just this particular issue, I can guarantee that uh, very, very well stated that the trustees just take the property away from the beneficiaries. If that if that's of the trust agreement, then that's then that's the way it is. If any of the property is to occur, any or any funds or any any proceeding transfer must go to the beneficiaries. If the trust transferring the property to another person, uh, the trust is going to sell the property. So, um, Ramos as trustee, she's selling it to uh, Joanne Ramos as an individual and Joanne Ramos agreed to pay hundred thousand dollars 
to have the property transferred to her name. That $100,000 is now supposed to go to the beneficiary of the trust. Correct. Unless it is specifically outlined in the agreement that the trustee is entitled to proceeds of the transfer. Did you catch JC? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you know the trustees um, have the and and most trusts uh, to more or less um, kind of divvy up. They get so they don't have to equal distribution to all of the beneficiaries. They can basically say that individual deserves more and that individual can take care of themselves and this one okay but we're in the little Christmas bonus or whatever they wish to do um, but they do have to have some of distribution they can't just cut a beneficiary out of distribution but they have to give that is absolutely correct Absolutely, and that has to do with basic trust law as well. Yeah. Not just statutory trust law, but also common law trust law. Absolutely. There find a court decision that goes against that principle. It, it doesn't. Just one half of the common law is the decisions and the records of the court. So, you know, the common law, as we talk about it on this show, is different from um, case law type of common law. But if you study enough case law, then it will to the common law that we're about on this show. And basically, that's one of those fundamental principles of trust is that when you're in trust with somebody, if I trust you with my car, okay, see, and I'm the beneficiary because I can use my car whenever I wish, I get the benefit from it. I trust you with the you know, you might take my car and I'll say, hey, I won't need it for two days. You see? Lost you, buddy. <clears throat> did you stop talking or did we lose? He might have gotten disconnected. I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, uh, the audio is really. Uh, hey, he's back. Go ahead, JC. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if you muted yeah, yourself out or, or, or what. Well, this call's so choppy, man. 
I think we should just let TalkShoe know. And, I mean, I, you know, I mean, it's hard to understand or kind of get a point across. Yeah. So if you if you write to support at talkshoe dot com, I I just sent them an email. And I'll put it what in the chat form. Support at talkshoe dot com. Exactly. Tell tell them you're on the show. Tell them it sucks. Tell them you you know yeah. You know, is, is there a fix coming soon, or should we move on to another company? Because this is it's bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a, I can hear what you guys are saying, but it's really difficult to follow. And uh, yeah, please. You know, another thing is um, if you, if you go and download each of the shows and get the numbers up, you know we have more pull. If you're complaining and all you get is you know five downloads, it's not a big deal. Yeah, we're getting we're getting uh, sometimes 500 downloads on the show. So the the higher those numbers are, I, I think uh, we're, there's over 25,000 downloads. So you know that gives us a little bit of pull. Not so much pull, but I mean they're going to listen to us a lot more than they would somebody who's got nothing. I guess I hope. Um, anyway, if you write to talkshoe.com, support at talkshoe.com. And let them know that uh, you know this is ridiculous. And you know, I sent them an email and told them you know I'm doing three shows a week and this is nuts. You know, there's no reason for this, especially when they had it all ironed out before. You know, so they sold out. Somebody else bought it, but that's not that's not our problem. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like because Sean was saying that over the hand show and her show is horrible too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure everybody's complaining. Um, do you want to try to do this show again next Wednesday? You want to cover the same subject? Um. Yeah, that's fine with me. Hey, Matt, did you ever make it back? Did Matt ever make it back? I'm here. Matt, I'm here. Matt, are you uh, are you available next Wednesday? Yes, sir. All right, so we'll so we'll Wednesday the twelfth, and and we're going to be on Angela's call on the thirteenth, and hopefully, Toxie will have all this ironed out by next week. We'll be able to do a couple of good shows. Yeah, and hey, Matt, I'm going to give you a call right after this to speak with you for a few minutes because it sounds like you've kind of done some research and looked at some things. I have. Hey, JC? I have. Hey, JC? If you can... um, Yeah. If you you want to do a call with Matt and record it and and, uh, send me the recording, I can upload the recording later. Um, okay. Uh, well, we'll probably talk and, uh, Matt, you qualify for us? Uh, repeat your last, please. Are you cool if I record our conversation? 
Yeah, I'm fine with that. So, and then we'll uh, make the decision on whether we're going to put it up or not because, you know, if there's certain private information in there or something um, dealing with the Ramo yeah. family, I, you know. But, yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, um, you know, I can, I can edit it or you can edit it and chop some of that stuff out. Whatever you guys want to do, it's just an option. Just figure I'd let, let it, you know, let you know that I, I can upload an audio if you wish. Yeah, that's cool. Or any, you know, like I did. Right so, all right, well, we'll talk about it. And, um, you know, if we don't upload the audio, definitely do this show next week. And if we do upload the audio, then we might move to another subject. Sounds good. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Sorry. Well, hopefully they'll have this all cleaned up by Saturday. <laughs> right, I'm going to kill the recording, and uh, you guys can hang out. And... Yeah, hopefully. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.